not Halloween anymore. No. Nope. Welcome back to We Are These Guys Now. One of us is going to do like a turkey sound. Can we put one of those in? Gobble, gobble. We need... <laughs> we're going to make a separate sound bit of you saying gobble, gobble. That's how we're going to start this episode. Gobble, gobble. Yes. Welcome back to the next episode of We Are These Guys Now. I don't even know which one we're on right now. 18, 19, 20 We are riding this train for at least a year strapped in buckle on up and (laughs) strap in and strap on and strap up (laughs) and stay strapped stay (laughs) because you don't know what's gonna happen nobody knows (laughs) (laughs) my name is kenneth you can follow me on instagram at miss underscore mr dot clark my name's Ben. You can follow me on all of the socials at Ben Mueller nine one five. And you have tuned into another episode of We Are These Guys Now. Follow the Instagram page at We Are These Guys Now on Instagram. Big news! Big news! Big news! Huge! I found a way for us to make merch. Home, babe. So we're gonna be using the logo that. Our amazing person made for us. Allie. Shout out to Allie, my cousin. Super shout out to Allie. We're going to be using that logo. If you would like some We Are These Guys Now merch, let us know if there's any like special quotes that you think you know we should add on to that merch. We're definitely going to be putting, you know, we're going to have a welcome back. Definitely going to have to have a welcome back shirt. But anything. And a Mule, Ken, or a Clark Mueller 2024 in quotes, Clark. nothing matters. <laughs> Clark Mueller 2024, nothing matters, definitely going to be a shirt, but I found a great way for us to make it, and it'll pretty much be made by order, and so, perfect, you know, if you want it, you can get it, you got it, shout shout out to Allie, I'm excited to meet your dog, she got a dog? Yeah, she did, nice, what kind of dog? It's like a husky mix, I think, I want a husky so bad, his name's Flint, Husky named Flint. That's a phenomenal dog name. Yeah, he seems dope. One of these days, I'm going to meet Allie's dog, too. You'd have to go to the place that you don't believe exists. Actually, I mean, she lives lives in Minnesota, actually. Oh, Minnesota's real. (laughs) (laughs) There's just, like, a massive gap between, like, Minnesota and Michigan. (laughs) Yes. Have you never heard of the Michigan Lakes? (laughs) Lake Michigan's like <laughs> Lake size. Michigan is huge, bro. It's like the size of what you would assume a state would be if it was there. <laughs> and, it, and it looks kind of like a head with a tail sticking out the back of it. Yeah, there's this uh, there's this football team that plays there. Their whole arena's underwater, but they're pretty much a Lambeau Wisconsin. Field's actually underwater. They're pretty much a Minnesota team. Like I don't know. <laughs> It's gonna rub some people the wrong way. The green half of our half of our, our Minnesota team. Half, half of our listeners are Packer fans. <laughs> oh man! So what's the topic today, Ben? Today's topic, since the election just kind of wrapped up this weekend, uh, Joe Biden is projected to be our next president. I don't think it's official because I know Trump hasn't conceded and won't for a while, and he's just been projected to win by like AP and New York times and in cnn so so he is supposed to be our next president and he won't officially be until trump concedes which won't be for a while um 
I wanted to talk about, and it's been a thing for the last four years, but it's been exacerbated by this election and specifically how it ended is Trump's marketing campaign. And specifically, not like his policies, not um, how he promotes himself, which is a lot better than the Democrats, by the way. He's got a funny promotion team where they put together all the like the funny videos of him dancing the ymca and the funny videos they put together of biden Uh, specifically i want to talk about how he has embodied the everyone is after me uh role and the media uh you know people who don't support him this that and the other um everyone's against me so when he does something bad he can just say they're against me when he doesn't shut down white supremacists on the debate stage, it's like the media is against me. Everyone's against me. You can't listen to anything that you that they say. And it's a genius marketing plan. More like morally, not great. You know, he's lying. He's manipulating people. He's doing all these things. But from a strict marketing strategy, it's genius. It's how he got in office the first time. He's this new. Everyone's against me. You know, I'm gonna go in and change everything. Um, and if you were to do anything bad, like I said, not shut down uh, white supremacy on the national stage and all of his crazy tweets and all these other things, he can just say, "Well, they're they're out to get they're they're out to get me." And the the media and there is some bias against him because they do, they don't like him. They the specifically like the left media, MSNBC, CNN, ABC, CBS, they do not like him, and he kind of sucks. Like he's a shitty person. Um, but they lean into it and they haven't figured it out because what they do is they just keep harping on it and say that he's a bad person. You know, they don't like his policies. Um, he, he does X, Y, and Z. This is why he's terrible. And they lean into it, which then fires up his support base, fires him up saying that he's, he, everyone's out to get him. It, it fuels the shit out of the QAnon people that the media's out to get him. And it's a plot to, to, to get him out of office, everything else. Instead of attacking him for what his marketing scheme is, if they were smart, if they have any shred of self-awareness, they would say, he does this on purpose. We're not going to comment on this, and we're not going to drive this home because we know that it fuels him up, it fuels up his base, and it fuels up um, some like dangerous people. Um, and the fact that they, ha- they haven't figured out in four years is astounding. I think that's kind of the real power behind that marketing scheme though because you can't like you you can't actually just sit back and you know just let him say that and then not comment on it but you have you have to point it out exactly yeah you have, you have to point it out and because the retort in in all in my in my opinion if someone were to say like oh you're uh like you know you know all the, like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything about that. Like, you know, I know that he did it, but like, I'm not going to say anything because that's what he wants me to do. My immediate response would be, see, they can't even talk bad about it because it's such a great thing. <laughs> well, yeah. Then you're, then you're complicit in his actions by yeah. not saying something against it. But then as soon as you say something against it, oh, they're after me. They're after me. It's a catch 22. Whoever was able to build this for him and was able to allow him to embody this level of um what is it it's it's almost like hands off no matter what he does he's never actually responsible for it unless it's a good thing right it's it's this crazy hands-off approach that he's able to do things and do whatever and then if it works out look how amazing i am i did this i did that i did great like uh what was it i pardoned that one person from prison 
so everybody like be happy for me like be amazed like be amazed by what i've done you know yada 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 but then when he does something that you know like doesn't denounce white supremacy on the national stage and he's just like no 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 the media is after me i've said this on several occasions i've, several I've, occasions. Denounced, it. I've denounced it so many times why did i have to do this again because like, you're on they're, national they're, they're television and it's still a question bro yeah like, the, well that's... the yeah, well, they have to report on it, but I guess my thing is they lean into it. And I don't know if you've ever seen a Don Lemon or a Cuomo monologue on Trump. They lean into it, and they they rant for like 10 minutes about him. Instead of – they're not reporting things. They lean into it, and they say what's wrong with it and this and that. And, and obviously, like the media is biased both ways. You got Fox News on one side, and then you got all the others on – on the other side, then you know you got like the fringe with like Breitbart and um, you know, and then you have the ones in the middle like like NPR and like Wall Wall Street Journal, but um, they lean into it, and I don't know if it's on purpose, but it fuels the other side. So I totally agree; they can't ignore it because it's their job. But the only thing is, like we've gone so far away, like like NPR and uh, like Wall Street Journal, they will they just report like, okay, Trump did this, his at you know whatever policy, his his tax cut is X and Y. This is what's going to happen. Uh, he's uh, removing restrictions on um, uh, drilling in national parks. And, and instead of ranting and raving and saying that this is so terrible, I can't believe he would ever do this, they say, here's what he's doing. That's it. If you lean, if you say, here's what he's doing and this is why it's terrible, he then can say, they're out to get me. It's slanted. They're, they're out to get me. This election is fake. It's fraud. And this election has gone the exact way that. QAnon and Trump supporters um, not wanted it to go, but have a grounding in, in in their belief that it was fraudulent from the beginning. It's gone that exact way, whether you believe that there was um, election interference or not, or, uh, you know, whatever, fake votes or not. Um, it's gone that way that, you know, that narrative was able to be shown on the national stage with Trump being ahead in Pennsylvania at first, ahead in uh, um, Georgia at first, and then it's switching, you know, from the mail-in ballots, which he was, which he denounced uh, from the beginning. The counter-argument to that is that he denounced mail-in ballots in the beginning, so everyone showed up on the polls on the day of, and then when they um, come came in and read them, they're mostly for, 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 for Biden. Whether there was election, like, collusion, corruption, whatever, I don't know if we'll ever really know. It's going to be a long process. We won't have – he won't concede for weeks. This will be, like, like a multiple-week process. What I hope to God doesn't happen is that they either find something um, and it gets overturned and he remains our president, dude. There would be anarchy. True. There would be absolute anarchy. Um, because one, it would embolden his marketing scheme, which he's been doing for four years times a billion. Mm -hmm. And then you have all these people that are so happy that Biden's going to be our president and they would lose their minds, man. Yeah, they were, they would lose the their streets. minds. They were, did you see the stuff? Like they're outside of the white house. Oh yeah, dude. A like, lot of them flags and stuff and posters and like, it was such a scene. It was such a scene. I don't, I mean, I get it. Like, yeah, you know, your candidate that you wanted is in the White House, or so far, it has been elected. Yeah, more than likely will be in the White House. Well, more than likely, like popular vote, electoral, yeah. most yeah, votes look, look ever at... cast for any candidates ever yep. in the history of our election, which 
just goes to show providing convenience, the convenient um, voting options is the way to go. You know, that is probably my favorite part of this whole thing. But, you know, just like you said, if things, if, you know, if, if it all really hits the fan and they start doing some, you know, deep diving and somehow it comes up that like five million votes were submitted via mail for and they were non-existent people fake. <laughs> and they were fake we're gonna have we're, well we're gonna have anarchy either way so it's one, gonna be it's gonna be rough word on the street is according to a fedex guy up here in north scottsdale the militia is storming in february <laughs> take that with what you take, will take, with that what take you it will. with a grain of salt that this was a random fedex employee in north scottsdale arizona I don't know. If it would, it would be unbelievably scary, but I think people need to realize that like on both sides there are some really dangerous people that no matter which way it was going to go, like I don't know if they they, they were just they were ready to be pissed they're off. really angry people and the whole yeah. point of us doing this podcast is to basically dispel those people and try to get some reason into their head no matter what side that you're on. If you are willing to storm the white house after the election result or you are willing to like burn down a building like burn down your state capitol because like trump is gonna was gonna be in office again or reverse you're gonna storm the capitol because biden's now in office you you need to you need to reevaluate your life you need to take it you need to take a serious look at what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and is it productive? I get it. There's this member of a team thing because we're so like divided right now. And it's like, oh, if you if you make a counter argument to a point that someone made on the right, it's like, oh, you're a liberal. And it's like, no, like we have these narratives that we've made. And again, Trump leans into that because he 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 through his everyone's against me, he's he's emboldened the lines between the parties that this is the like this is the draw in the sand. He's drawing a line in the sand. And he's saying that if you believe in X, Y, and Z, you're, you know, conservative. And if you're not, you're a fucking liberal. And it's like, I don't think that that's a healthy way for humans to act because then you get this weird team situation going on where it's like, I'm a Green Bay Packer fan and I like the team and I'm biased towards them. Politics are not a team sport. Newsflash. It should should not be a team sport. It is not, you know, you can have views that are quote-unquote on the other side and not identify as being on that team it's not a team sport yeah you your your worldview and what you believe is best for you know society in your mind or even or even if you want to vote selfishly and say what's best for you those those type of people i can at least respect them when they say yeah i went and voted like when i talk to somebody and they say yeah I went. I voted for Trump because um, I make X, Y, and Z, and his like, the way he's been doing, you know, taxes and stuff benefits me. His business moves, like you know, help me in, in this form or the other. Like they're not even talking about like him as a person or he's just a bad human being. Like no, I am voting selfishly because this is helping me out as a person. So I was like, okay, I can respect your opinion. It's the people who sit down and just fill out everything that says Republican or everything that says Democrat or everything that's red or blue. And they don't even look, they don't even think Mm -hmm. about what the, like forget for one second, 
what your conceived notion of what a conservative is. Because I assure you that if you talk to another person who is also a air quotes conservative, you're going to find a, an area in your conversation where you don't agree. And so you are now just voting along these party lines to blindly put someone in office because you think they're on your team. That That's like me submitting my vote for Larry Fitzgerald to be the um, MVP. And like, you know, I, I just think that he should be the MVP. And then somebody else thinks that Lamar Jackson should be the MVP. And somebody else thinks that Patrick Mahomes should be the MVP. But at the end of the day, it, somebody's going to have to win it eventually. I'm not going to be pissed off enough to go to the Cardinals facility and burn it to the ground if Larry Fitzgerald doesn't win the MVP. Like, that that doesn't make any sense to me. No. That, that, that whole obsession with my side didn't win. And the exact opposite is also just as frustrating. People who get, like, overly excited and just, oh my gosh, the, the person that I voted for is now there. Because, you, you know, this is how excited people were, like, when Trump got in, right? Like, four years ago. And then now we're here, and some of those same people are sad because they voted for someone that they believed was one way, and now, you know, we've seen what he can do in four years, and they're disappointed about their vote. Stop being, stop over-dramatizing this one position of government. This is one man who is kept in check by two other entities of power. Is he technically, like, the strongest person on the planet, like, the strongest person in the country? Most powerful? Technically. Like, through all the technical world. terms, he would be one of the strongest people in the country and arguably in the world. But he's still kept in check by two other whole entities of our government. If you really want to see change, don't look at the one guy sitting in the Oval Office. And don't freak out about it either. No. Um... Freaking snowflakes. <laughs> And it, so he, he's kept in he's kept in check by other branches, and so like you know, a lot of people they want a you know a blue president, a blue house, a blue senate, and a blue supreme court. And I'm like, I don't know about that. Um, I don't want that. No, you're giving a lot of you're giving a lot of power to like one side, and that's normally when things go wrong. Is when yes. one group in particular holds all the power. That's the whole point. If we're going to have a two-party system, that's what it, it's going to be. But there's a lot of people like, no, blue all the way. That's what we want. Or we want red all the way. And it's like, again, there. that's the whole like team thing. Here, one second. I got to close my door. <sighs> Sorry about that, folks. I'm back. <laughs> Go back into my ramp. But yeah, people want... <sighs> They they want blue all the way, and it's like that's a uh, because you gotta you gotta remember they're all working on the same team in Washington, and so if they dominate everything, they can can they can essentially control everything, and there's no checks and balances. Like you said, I want a little diversity, I want a little back and forth because that's where that's technically the way our system, which we we we've made very apparent on this podcast before, we are not fans of the two party system, but this is the system that we have. Both parties need to be represented. Otherwise, you're gonna get into some serious trouble. Yeah, we need like in in order to, and oh man, the the other part of that is one. You're right. We can't have one side or one team controlling every aspect of everything because 
they just have one train of thought operating our entire country, which is frustrating. But just as much, we can't have people in there just just mad that their party or color or whatever didn't come up with the idea, and so they start blocking stuff. Because that's what's that's another thing that's really frustrating when you have like a blue president and then a red house and you know everything else red, but they don't they won't let him do anything because they don't want him to have credit for whatever's going on. They want it to like oh I want the credits to go I want the credits to go to one of my guys. Because it's a team, we want to win. Because it's a team, and it's just like this isn't this isn't a team thing. This is the best for this is the system that we've created, which. Mueller Clark 2024, nothing matters, burn it all down. It's going to come to an end soon. But this is the system we've established, and it relies on that back and forth. Yeah, it, it relies on the back and forth, yes. But it's, uh, I guess, I guess my, my point was while I love the back and forth, a, 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 a problematic negative of it all is the fact that it also comes with a certain level of gatekeeping mm. where you can have this you can start with a really healthy good like back and forth oh we're coming to the best possible arrangement but that only happens when both sides are willing to compromise and with the society that we have right now you you run into very few people i think joe biden is more bipartisan than a liberal if anything Th- this man is tre- and i never understood the socialist uh narrative about him uh, I mean, I guess Kamala's kind of like that, but she's the vice president, right? But I'm just saying, Joe never really embodied that uh, uh, Bernie kind of AOC mentality. By the way, I think if Bernie would have gotten the nod, he would have smacked the shit out of Trump. Oh, he would have personally. He would have destroyed. And I just had this conversation with my family uh, not so long ago. uh, The biggest change we're about to see um especially in this next election i never i hadn't even thought about it this next election is going to have the most people participating in it that have grown up and had access to social media Mm -hmm. which means they will be the most informed group of voters that the country's ever seen and it's not even it's not even voluntarily because information is just being shoved down our throats at all times. Yeah. I can it, well well you. well informed. We no, don't no, know. No, just no, no, overall well just overall information. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying like 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 when, like when I say it's hot outside, I want to like go in the pool. I'm not saying like water park people. I'm saying like somebody is constantly throwing cups of water in my face. And whether or not I've cooled down is not—it's—it's it's to be determined. But you're like, not actively going to the pool. You're sitting in your living room, and someone's du- dumping buckets of water on your head. <laughs> they're, just, they're just It actually in. isn't even hot outside. It's like 65 degrees, and they're just like. <laughs> and again, I'm sitting inside <laughs> on my couch in your home. Just, just, strangers just throwing water in my face. Have you heard about Trump's new policy? Did you think about what do you think about Joe Biden saying this? But do you think Joe Biden's losing his mind? You see Trump, he's racist. (laughs) But in all honesty, Ah! this this next set of voters, they're gonna have the most information compared to any other, you know, 
any any name any other year. Yeah, could you imagine who were voting? Voting in like nineteen forty. When you you heard like six things, outside. you heard six things about the candidate, and you're like, "That's my guy." And that's because they <laughs> showed you know, up to your town once, and the rest <laughs> of it was like, like down the river yeah. well. Like, you know nothing it. about the other candidate. You don't even know the yeah. opponent. You're just like, "No, I met that guy one time. Vote for yeah. him." And that's why. But you know, back and back then, a lot of people who were voting were only the wealthy and elites because they were able to be in those situations where they're meeting the candidates or they knew them personally yeah let's go back to that oh, yeah. <laughs> that's what we need <laughs> we already have a bunch of enough people complaining about the one percent yeah jo- jokes people this is jokes this is a disclaimer <laughs> I think we, technically we kind of do have that with all the lobbying and and uh, pack funds that are generated and we kind of have a form of that you think um you think that you have a you have a you have a say, but you have somewhat of a say. Uh, you have a say for who gets in, but what what they're doing in office, you uh, you don't really have that much of no. a say. To 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 touch on the uh, uh, you don't have that much of a say. What are your thoughts in electoral college, Kenny? Because that's going to be brought into question. Uh, you know, again, assuming there's no voter fraud, these other things, which we'll find out in the next few weeks. But what are your thoughts on the electoral college? Because if you if you take that away, Biden won a long time ago on election night. He essentially won. Yeah, I think the Electoral College was the best answer for the time that it was created. I, you know, just as we've talked about on this show several times over, we're very into progress, addressing old ways of doing things and making them better, making them fit the times that we're in. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the Electoral College, from when it was built, like for what it what its purpose was. It's, it's a phenomenal concept to, you know, look at the overall population of the place of an area, you know, and then designate them such such amount of votes based off their population, you know, their value, yada, yada, yada. Um, I think it's problematic that we don't have more states that split their vote, their voting, their elect, their electoral votes. Yeah, especially because it's, been, it's been so close, man. You got Georgia and Pennsylvania. It's within, it's within yeah. you know. 10 20 30,000 votes i think it's very problematic that there's not more states that aren't taking that approach to split their electoral votes it it should in all in all honesty not be a choice it there there should be a formula or something that is created to yeah. make this process more consistent more concise to show the actual uh voting power or mm. the choice of the people in that area yeah speaking of more sense. yeah speaking of voting power so you know, I've been torn on this issue because then what you're essentially saying is that, like, if you you just get rid of and go by a popular vote, you got California and New York, and that's like, and that's that, so that's, that's like, just like problematic. a third of the population in two in two states. Like, if you take like if you take if you take Texas, Florida, New York, Cal, and California, you have like a, a extremely large portion of the the country. Yeah, and so you're essentially saying if you those who like live there. And tend to think along the same lines. Essentially, determine the election. You know, the counterpoint is is that technically, someone like let's say someone voting in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, has a lot more of a say with their vote than someone does in California, and that's yes. not right either. Like, no. I get it that like people are like, yeah, you need to represent the blue collar. You know, people in the center of the country, we need a voice too. But then if you go and be like, okay, so do you think that you should have four times the power with your vote than someone does in California, just because of like where you live? 
It, Land can't vote, bro. No, and and, and but people, they're like, yeah, but I'm like blue collar, and like you know, we just grow up differently than those people in the city. And it's like, yeah, cause you don't have to deal with people, so you vote a certain way compared to people who have to deal with people constantly, like New York City, L.A., here in Phoenix. Like, mm-hmm. there's a reason why those tend to go a little bit more blue. It's because you're around other people and you're ex- you're exposed to new experiences, different cultures. There's not a lot of different culture in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. There's not a lot of culture in the center of Nebraska. Why do, my question is, I don't know why it is, but there's a direct correlation between the population mass and the way that they tend to vote. Now, why is that? Is it because you're around other people and so other people's choices impact you daily? A lot more than if you lived in the middle of nowhere in northern Wisconsin? I don't know. I, I don't know why that it works that way, but one side wants to get rid of it and one side wants to keep it. And I'm also worried about that because then you're getting to this whole team thing and it's like, it obviously benefits one side, but I, th- I like your approach that it needs to be tweaked because like, you Not know, like Maine and Nebraska, they split it, but like, like Georgia, like there's no reason that Georgia shouldn't be split, man. It was like 20, 30,000 votes. Like yeah. Trump should get some votes from that. Like he pulled, he got millions and millions of votes from the people in that state. Pennsylvania, what is it, twenty electoral votes in in uh, in, in in Pennsylvania? Is that what it is? So you're telling me yeah. since Biden got forty thousand more votes, he gets all twenty? It's all of them? That's crazy. So all the people that live in rural, for, you know, to credit the people that live in rural Pennsylvania that went and voted for Trump and went massive numbers and he got all of these votes. Technically, you're telling me that they don't count because yeah, I would, I would twenty thousand people like more. What's that? I would genuinely feel like my vote doesn't matter. It technically doesn't, man. It doesn't. It only counts if you win. That's the bitch. Yeah. You have to do it. Otherwise, that's the problem with electoral college. You have to do it in order for it to count. But if you lose, it doesn't. So it's like a 50-50 shot. And if your vote counts or not, that's what I'm saying. If you split, especially like in California, like Biden should get more electoral votes than Trump because of the like massive amount that he won by. But he should get some, and and, and Trump should get a lot more, in you know, uh, uh, like a, I don't know, like Tennessee, mm-hmm. where he won by such a massive margin. Like he should get more, but yeah. it should be broken down in a way because if you go popular, you're gonna get technically the person who votes in in, because then the problem is that the person who votes in Eau Claire or the center of Nebraska, then their vote means less than the person in California because they're voting in masses. So like, yeah. we need to find a way where everyone's vote is essentially the same. It's really hard. It's not going to be possibly 100% the same. What about same. a popular percentage? What do you mean a popular percentage? A popular percentage. So you take the total amount of votes that were cast in a state, um, the amount, so... Oh, you just, you just, oh, you break down the electoral votes by the percentage of votes that that person got? Yeah. Oh, I like that. So that way, you can actually ensure more often than not that regardless of how you voted, your vote still counted because... You were a part of a group that voted for this candidate. They got X amount of points based off of the percentage, and then you round and then you round up to the nearest point. I like that because then technically, since Biden won Pennsylvania or is projected to win Pennsylvania, he would get fuck like eleven or twelve of those yeah. twenty, and then Trump would get eight, and yeah. then same in yeah. Arizona, it would be like Biden would get six, Trump would get four. Yep, the race to two, the race to two seventy wouldn't then be. then becomes more realistic and actually would reflect the rest of the and, country. And so conversely, like, like Biden would get some electoral votes from states like uh like Iowa, 
where he yeah. actually had a pretty decent amount of votes. Like Trump won by a lot, but like Biden would get a couple electoral votes yeah. from and then Trump gets some Iowa. from California or like Florida, like any like well he won Florida, yeah. But, like he he would get some from like California, but it's yeah, and it's crazy. Like Biden didn't get uh, uh, Biden didn't get any votes or electoral votes from Texas, even though yeah. he got an an unbelievable amount of people in Texas voted for him. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, and so it and and that's the thing. It should be one a requirement that they are split according to this new process or however it comes down, but two. It should also be a consistent one that people can just agree on and say, "Hey, you know, you that you you should never win a whole state. Simple as that. Yeah, that's it sh- so it sh- weird. It shouldn't be possible for you to win an entire state because there's no possible way that every single person in that state voted along this way. Now, obviously, it, it would it be broken down to the nearest full point as far as percentage goes." So nobody's ever going to get half of a point or something. We're not going to go into fantasy points where it's like decimals. Yeah, point stuff. one. No. Yeah, no. But each person will get like if if you if you get to at least you know the first point as far as a percentage, then you get that point. You get your electoral point. The votes in that state they did matter, and that way you can show it. People can do the math on their own. People are able to sit at home and not feel like they were cheated out of whatever for whatever reason because that's like you can do the math I could, I could see it and i would actually have more confidence in a system like that because i'd be able to check it for myself yeah and you feel like you know t- technically if you're gonna get super nihilistic if your candidate loses like in the grand scheme of things then your vote yeah. doesn't count but like essentially right now like we're, we're, we're making that cutoff point where your vote doesn't count, like, even before the final tally, you know? Like, oh, yeah, it, it stops counting well before like, they even start showing you the numbers. Honestly, like, if you live in California, what's possessing you to go to the polls and vote for vote red? Like, it, they except for, in, like, your local them. elections and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, because, like, Orange County and, like, Riverside have been historically red. So, like, you know, local, like, congressmen and, 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 and like, state representation. Yeah. But in the grand, I don't know what's possessing you to go there and vote for Trump. I mean, it's you're gonna get dry, you know. I, I and I wish that some of those voices could be heard. And then, alternatively, like the fact that Biden gets zero electoral votes from Texas is just insane. Even though he got millions of people voting for him in that state, like that's just yeah. that's just asinine. And it's it's an outdated system. But the problem is, is that like if you change it, someone's probably going to benefit, and someone's going to. Um, it's going to hurt them. And so it's going to be this crazy drawn out fight. But, you know, the definition of insanity is to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. And this is something that has obviously been a point of contention and needs to be changed. Just like our voting process, it's 2020. The fact that I got to fill out a fucking piece of paper and drop it off somewhere is insane. Yeah, I know there's got to be a better way to do it, man. Like we're we're recording this podcast really we could do this anywhere in the world and have fantastic sound quality and post it and everyone in the world can listen to it but i have to fill out a ballot with a pen and drop it off somewhere and then someone's got to count it by hand to determine who our leader is going to be and it's 2020 and there's so many people just crying and complaining about oh security and oh this is going to be fraudulent and my do you realize that like like be real your vote might not have gotten to where it was supposed to yep. be. 
Like, and I know there's ways to check it when I like online. Like, you see people posting that, but like, yeah, but like, like be real. This is mail. This is <laughs> this is snail mail, some, bro. Or, or the poll workers who, quote unquote, when the person asked me, like when I checked in, was if I wanted to become a poll worker, and I said no. They said, "Good call. This sucks." Those are the people counting these votes. Yes, like, <laughs> that was like, literally the quote was "Good call." <laughs> even they don't want to be here, and you're telling me that you're scared that there's going to be some kind of fraudulent activity in a situation might not be if i were to vote like yeah. online or like from my phone or like do you know one you're going to increase participation so we've seen the most votes of any election ever and that's mainly yeah, because like 150 million ballots. man like mainly like we can't even but mail mail and ballots have been a thing forever, dude. Like that's not you know, but new. I, but but no, but I mean the increase in talking about it as far as like saying, hey, you should do mail in ballots, you should do mail in ballots. Like Joe Biden, like literally traveling around the country, telling everybody to stay home and fill out mail in ballots, is one of the first time that's ever happened. It's been a it's been an option, but nobody's ever preached it like he did for so long. Right. And so. That, that that's part of the reason like you create a convenient option for people you're going to get more participation in order to have a more effective democracy you have to have more participation well i think it was also they just crammed down our throats for about two months that vote 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 just but like voter turnout just in general not just mail-in was just mm-hmm. well, like you know people were pretty fired up about this man they they the the teams were out in full force uh yeah. it was um like, yeah, it was just, it was a big election. Um, yeah. Creating some more options that don't include, just like you said, you know, taking a pen to paper. Which is insane. Yeah, it would definitely make the, it's 2020, there has to be a way. And if you're so concerned about, you know, securities and whatever, it, it, it can't be that deep because people were literally dropping ballots in boxes. And yeah, that's you, you're you're still gonna find. And they're opening it up and then, and then burying them under rocks and stuff like this stuff happens. Yeah, all it, the time. It's a shitty system. Instead of complaining about the corruption, maybe we should find a better way to do this. Yeah, this like this this type of system where we all like sit down and vote for one person only works in populations that are severely smaller than the one that we have right now well it's that the whole tribal thing like technically humans survive best in like a tribe of like 100 to 200 people or something like that's what we're designed to live in not 330 million people like Mm. it's not a it's not a good system and so instead of complaining about the fraudulent like activity which could easily happen because we're voting on a piece of paper Mm. maybe we should figure out like a better way to do this so we can stop having the same argument in discussion every four years um because you know in 2024 man i don't see i i think it's probably a little bit more civil it depends what happens in the next in the next four years during the um um biden and, and harris um term uh it depends on i don't know if race relations are really going to improve that much you get someone who basically drafted the the crime bill and then you have another person who has a brutal brutal prosecuting record against people of color um for minor drug offenses and ignoring evidence and all these other things and those that's who we that's who that was that was the nod they got the nod um i don't know if it's gonna i'm i'm hoping it does uh i will say i think in the next four years it'll be a much more chill four years than the previous four years. 
-hmm. I think it's just going to be more relaxed. Whether you agree with the policies or not, and like, you know, we can discuss those. At least we're discussing the policies. We're not talking about how, like, the president's on meth, you know? And he's just tweeting and tweeting. Like It's going to be, a it, it, regardless of where you stand, you got to admit it's going to be a more chill four years. We're actually going to be talking about somebody and, you know, their job. Not yeah. Them they're, and... Yeah, they're, they're going to go bomb people in the Middle East with drones silently. And, you know, and they're going to kill be... innocent people in countries that we've never heard of quietly. It's not going to be this overwhelming social media presence where there January we were literally actually concerned there might be a World War Three because of how our president was talking on Twitter. Yeah, you know that that just isn't going to happen. Like, there has to be if any. That's a positive. Whether, even if you don't like who was voted in, we can all respect the fact that we at least have a different level of professionalism that has been introduced, which we've become more accustomed to. And are finally, you know, recovering now. That's it'll it'll that, yeah it'll be a more chill. That's a great point. Four years, regardless of the policies that are passed. I'm sure some people really get really pissed off and all these other things, but it'll just be like I think it'll just be better for the mental health of the country, man. Like just in general, the the I don't want to talk about like the divisiveness because like in my opinion, like both sides are equally uh, uh, at fault for the. For the divisiveness is similarly to you know Trump's marketing campaign, you know how he started this when he's going all saying everyone's against me, and the media just plays right into it and fuels it. I, I they're they're part to blame, man. He wouldn't do it if it didn't work. That's the thing. People get so pissed at him, and Press yell at him, press. and he he's like, it's working, you fucking idiots. Yeah, he's not dumb. Like all the things that he, did, well, except for, I think some of his Twitter rants, I think are, are are just him going off the rails. But like this, this everyone's against me. All these other things that's done on purpose because it worked. It worked in 2016. He leaned into it even harder in 2020 throughout his presidency because it worked. And the media and people reporting on him were too fucking dumb because they they hated him. They wanted him out. I mean that was yeah. that was apparent. Whoever's running CNN, and MSNBC, I don't, I don't I don't think it's like the people talking as much. I think they're reading off of a script. Um, they might not like Trump either, but, um, the people who wanted him out, who run that, run that world, they wanted him out and they were too fucking dumb to figure out what they were doing was emboldening him and making him stronger and emboldening his base for four years. They were, they were just, just, just blown away that, that people, they weren't figuring it out. And I was like, you are the reason that this is working. You are, it is a 50, 50 split on blame here. It's him for coming up with this immoral, crazy way to market himself, but it is your fault as well for making sure that it worked. Because if they were if they were to report things like the Wall Street Journal, hey, here's his tax plan. Hey, here's what he's doing. Then you let the public decide, and Trump can't he's say, well, but, but, he, he can't say, well, they're against me, look at look, it. But he could say that because you listen to Don Lemon rant for 15 minutes every fucking night on CNN. You just got people complaining, and you're, oh, people love to bitch, man. I guess it's me gone. bitching, but it's not as much bitching. It's just, uh, uh, just making it's an observation. Out complaining. Yeah. Well, I guess, no, it's making an observation. Cause, cause I mean, yeah. I guess it is. Taken the profession. They've taken. They've gone from professionalism to personal, and it's just like I, I don't understand if, if I go to if I go to a baker and I ask them to make a cake. And then they complain the whole time about like making my cake. I'm like, bro, shut up, just give me my cake. <laughs> I expect, I expect to turn on the news and just hear them talk to me about news. 
I don't care about your personal opinion. I need you to report. I need this cake. I need the. I need the cake. I need the cake. Like, give me the cake. Stop talking about. I'm putting eggs in now. This is milk, but he doesn't use this kind of milk. I would use this kind of milk because this is the milk that I would use. And it was like, okay, like, bro, give me the cake. Stop <laughs> ranting about milk. I ordered this thing 30 minutes ago, and you haven't even like mixed it in the bowl. Like, you're taking the ingredients out of the fridge, and I'm still watching. <laughs> I want to turn on the news. I wish I could, and have it just be like. Like, uh, what should we call it? Like, uh, Channel 5 here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. You literally turn that on. A lot of it is, like, triggering news, but it is straightforward, not N- opinion. It, this news. is the information that I have. News. But whenever I turn on anything <coughs> that's political in the slightest, all I get is, this is what I think about this, and Trump did this, and here's a little bit of what, like, Trump's thing is. But then this is what I think about it, and yada, 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 yada. Calm down, quiet down, stop taking your job so personal and give me more professional. Just give me the information. I'll do with it what I want. But now you have people using your resources, CNN, Fox, as their one source of information. And so they think they have an opinion. They don't have an opinion. They're just being told somebody else's personal belief. And then here we are. One of the most frustrating things in the world to have to sit there and hear somebody else shove their opinion down your throat and then you hear somebody else say the same thing because they think that's their opinion. That's not your opinion. You just sat down and let somebody tell that to you for too long without looking into it and you know deciding for yourself. I love that cake reference. Um, sorry for the background noise. Show it to Stella. Stella's here. Um, that was, that was, that was the bark. Um, dude, that cake reference is fucking phenomenal. I love that. It's because that's it. Like, just, just give me the cake. <laughs> give me another quote. Bro. Me Shut up, bro. Just give me my cake. That's the thing. And the whole thing is, so you got, yeah, there's some triggering news on, on, on channel five and, you know, it gets people they, to watch, they, but, but, they but they it's the most triggering story. Yeah, but, but they at, only at least the it's facts. news. And so yeah. you watch like, you know, CNN, MSNBC, and they will talk about Trump for an hour. I'm like, you're telling me. In a world of seven billion people, right? No other news story is worthy to be broadcasted in an hour-long news show, right? I mean, it's the middle of July, but just show me Elf if this is all you have to talk about. Yeah, like, like just just show me Will Ferrell's Elf. Like talk about like the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. If all you have is to talk about how you don't like Trump for an hour and a half, <laughs> that's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's something else. And like, it, and they were too. You know, part of me is like, maybe they're doing it on purpose. Like, a part of me, like, with some of the way that the like the Democrats were marketing and like the way CNN and MSNBC act, it's like, do you want another Trump presidency? Well, there's money involved. Like, you're gonna talk about the thing that gets you like more people to watch. Yeah, but it, it also caused a lot of people not to watch. You know, like their ratings prior to uh, the pandemic were in the shitter, man. Yeah. Like oh. I mean, when Trump got elected, obviously it was it was super excellent to watch the news. See, so you got elected, but pro- and then and then it just tanked because people got so fed up with it because like we're gonna have four years of this, I can't do it, and then it spiked again because of uh, because of COVID, and obviously they're 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 not going to tell you everything's okay. That that's another thing that people need to realize when they're watching the news. 
they don't want you, they're not going to tell you that everything's okay because then you're not going to watch the news. If everything, they're like, yeah, everything's fine. You guys are like, yeah, no, not much to report here. Everything's going on as normal. People are like, all right, I'm going to go do something else. They have a vested interest in keeping your attention. This is on both sides, by the way. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe us, go watch the movie Anchorman. Yeah. They literally go through this process. It's a comedy movie, but they literally go through the process of going from like talking about just fun good stuff that you would like normally want to just turn on the tv to only following just hectic adrenaline filled stuff that is going to be solidified as news it's all a joke movie but that's what's happening you are literally sitting down being puppeteered by somebody who only wants to show you triggering stuff so that they can keep your eyes on the television for a little bit longer that's it yeah, and they make money. <laughs> they make money they make doing money. it. They make money. And so it's like we, like we can complain as much as we want, but until there's no more money in doing stuff like that, it's just it, it it's an is it's an it is what it is situation. I can like we we can only complain so much about them not giving us the cake. And just complaining about the milk for so long. But if you make money, but if that's an hourly, <laughs> here's back to the cake reference. Mm. If that if that baker is, an, is somebody who's paid hourly and not for the final product, you better believe I expect him to complain about that milk for as long as he'll let me, as, as long as I'll let him. Yep. If, if, if he charges if for your cake... For as long as it takes him to tell you to about the cake. his cake, yep, he's gonna milk that he, shit. No pun intended. Yep, no, no pun intended. He's gonna talk about that forever, as long as I will let him do it. If I call him out on it and say, "Hey, I'm not paying you to talk about milk. Make this cake," he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, sorry, sorry, sorry," because he'll know that I'll just not he'll go somewhere I else. Won't, I won't buy the cake. I'll go somewhere else to get the cake. But he might talk about eggs. For super long he might talk about vanilla extract for super long he's going to do whatever it takes to draw out as much money as possible from this process it, it just is what it is and that's what that's that's them they get they make more money the longer they can have you watch and so yep. if you want to feed into the drama that is you know all the trump news going on and what he tweeted today by all means keep watching us <laughs> that way we can make more money from your viewership and we will pander to your need to see this yep and the other side is the they're going to tell you how terrible biden is and all the crazy yep. things that kamala harris has done because you're going to keep tuning in you're going to listen to tucker carlson rave about uh law and order and then you're going to listen to cuomo talk about uh how people aren't wearing masks even though his brother was the one who sent the elderly people back into the nursing homes uh intentionally in new york city Oh, it still gets me riled up. I'm telling you, man, we are we're sitting in a pretty interesting. I mean, it, it's all interesting. The next few weeks, man, it's gonna be weird. I think I, I'm hoping that it just goes smoothly, and Trump will never concede. But eventually, I think he should, he'll just go away. Yeah, you know, and, and he just won't be in the White House anymore. I don't think he'll concede, but it'll be probably a couple weeks, and I hope it just goes smoothly, man. If we can just, I, I just want it for everyone's sake, just smooth sailing from here on out you know within reason in the next four years a lot more chill in the previous four years regardless of the policies 
regardless of the policies, regardless of what actions are taken during this time, I completely agree with you, and I'm actually glad you brought that up. If anything, we are going to see a set of four years that is going to be comparatively the most peaceful thing we've had in the last four years, just because we're not going to be flooded by someone just consistently talking and talking and talking on Twitter about how crazy, about their own personal perspective, they're also supposed to be leading the nation. We're just going to be, you know, things are going to get done, we're going to get done quietly, we might not agree with it, but at least it's not, you know, being blown up in every meaning of the word. Yeah. It'll be interesting, man. I think uh, Trump's marketing campaign is finally coming to a close. But we'll see in the next few weeks. We could be having a follow-up episode on this and be like, see, it worked. <laughs> nah, man. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to openly put out a bet. This time next year, we're going to have either seen or waiting for a season of a new season of the apprentice oh i'd watch tell me i'm wrong tell me i'm wrong i wouldn't i'm not going to tell you that you're wrong (laughs) i think you're i think you're going to be correct i think we're going to come back and see the greatest uh greatest season of apprentice ever coming off the best presidency that the united states has ever seen uh it's going to be it's going to be huge they're going to have millions, maybe even billions. I don't want to make that prediction, but maybe billions of people watch The Apprentice. Uh, I think it's going to be great. I think, uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. And I think uh, everyone should watch. Um, if you don't, uh, you know, you must be a fan of radical left uh, socialism. <laughs> That's all I'm going to have to say. <laughs> you're definitely a socialist if you're not watching The Apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. Anything else? No, man. I'm good. We'll Well, see. It's been a fun episode. Follow the We Are These Guys Now page. Or don't. you can... (laughs) Or not. I mean, you don't have to. It'd be nice. (laughs) I was just going to say, follow it so that once we've got everything set up, you can get your We Are These Guys Now merch. If you don't follow the We Are These Guys Now Instagram, you're a radical socialist. You're a radical socialist. And if you are a radical socialist and you don't follow the We Are These Guys Now, you are a brutal capitalist and you think Donald Trump is the second coming of Christ. And if you're got Got to cover our bases here. If, and if you're both, you're an antichrist duck pope. Yeah, I said it. You know, Kenny, we weren't these guys before. But we are now. Ayo. Thanks, everybody. Thanks.